Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Hey friend, I wanted to hop on today and do a quick bonus because one thing I hear often is I don't have time to meal prep. I hear that over and over again. And so I wanted to share four quick tips for successful meal planning, meal prepping. But before we do that, I have my new program coming out soon that will be for women struggling with brain fog, energy, digestive issues, sleep struggles, chronic pain, and I have designed this program for women of faith to control those symptoms in a natural way and to help them regain health and vitality and to feel in control finally once again, or maybe finally for the first time using my unique three-part framework. And that is breakthrough action and restoration. This is what I did to help regain control of my own health. This is what I have coached my clients through. And I am just so excited to offer it out to you in this format. So if you want to learn more and be sure to reserve your spot, go ahead and click on the link below in the show notes and we can hop on a free call just to be sure that this is a great fit for you. Okay. Grab a notebook, grab your hot tea, and let's get started with today's bonus. Okay, so we're talking about meal planning, and I'm going to give you four quick tips for successful meal planning. Meal planning can be really overwhelming if we let it, but I'm hoping that you will come away with some doable action steps that you can use for your own family that works well for you. Because if it's not going to work well for you, then chances are you're not going to stick with it. So the thing about meal planning is we all should be planning. I mean, we really should because the weeks that we plan are so much easier for us, right? When we don't plan, it's a cluster and we don't feel in control at all because we're not, you know? So first tip I have for you is to schedule your planning weekly. You really need to spend an hour or so on Friday night or Saturday morning to plan the next week's meals. It's too hard to do it at the end of the weekend or right before you go to the store. It's just too chaotic, too stressful. It never worked well for me. So I started spending time Friday evening After dinner, I would just, you know, after everything was cleaned up, I would just curl up with a mug of tea and a blanket on the couch and I would just plan out the next week's meals. And truthfully, that gave me so much more interest in what I was cooking the next week because when I have a plan, I'm much more vested and I just enjoyed the process so much better. When I didn't take the time to plan, 
I felt overwhelmed and just really scattered. And so it just wasn't fun for me. And it was literally a chore to fix dinner. So planning it out helped me to enjoy the process of cooking for my family so much better. So you wanna have three or four meals planned for the week. And I would recommend as you're writing out your meals, planning your meals, I would make your grocery list as you go. So I try to only go to the grocery store once a week. And I still do that. It's the occasional time where I have to go to grab something else or I'll go to a different store to grab something. But generally, I only go once a week and I have done that for years. So if I don't have it, it's not happening. (laughs) I hate going to the store after work when it's dark, when everybody's hungry, when I'm hungry. I just, I never enjoyed that. And I always overspent and I generally got stuff that was not healthy for us. So just making that grocery list while you are spending that time planning your, your meals will give you a lot more control. So write your list using the layout of the store if possible. If you really know the store's layout, write your list in order of that layout. And now you really want to be shopping the perimeter of the store, staying away from the processed foods in the middle of the store, but writing out your list according to the layout helps. And then you want to utilize your leftovers. You want to utilize that slow cooker. Cook once, eat twice, right? Or three or four times, even better. Ask for input from the family. I mean, what dishes would they like to have? What have they missed? What do they want to try? And then really you can delegate some prepping tasks for them or to them for support, right? Because if they're vested, even better. Now I do <laughs> I do have to put this caution out against falling down the rabbit hole of Pinterest, right? How many of us have done that? Everybody's got their hand raised. So a few recipes a week is okay. But Pinterest can really quickly become a time suck. So staying focused on your task at hand is very important. If you just have to go on there for a chicken recipe, great. Find one or two and get off. And after you have planned your week, then later you can go back and pre-schedule a few recipes maybe that you might want to try later in the month or something like that. But you really don't want to get into that time suck of Pinterest that so many of us do on a regular basis but when you have your scheduled planning time that is your time to plan it's not time to dream up dishes it's not time to make a wish list it's not time for that so try really hard to stick to that scheduled planning of your meals and that's it and then later like i said go back and have fun Taking this time will help you to be more prepared for your grocery shopping trip and then you'll feel more in control and you will be picking items that are healthier as you go along too. So number two, wash and chop your veggies when you get home from the store. I really recommend doing this within an hour of getting home, unpacking. Just taking a few minutes right then will save you loads of time spent washing and chopping and prepping and storing those vegetables when you need them. And Store them in a glass container so you can see what is in it because this will help to reduce the waste of the fresh fruits and vegetables, which, oh my gosh, isn't that super annoying? You buy all of these fresh vegetables, you throw them in your crisper in the bag that they came in, and 
Five days later, you go to get them and they're already wilty, moldy, limp, gross, right? It's just super annoying. So because we're busy, we forget. We forget that we bought that asparagus, you know, (laughs) and it's just super annoying. So washing them, cutting them, storing them in a glass container right away, that's going to help you to reduce the waste. And also, again, you're prepping your meals so you know what is going to be used when. And then if you really hate chopping, you can purchase pre-chopped veggies, but there is a good cost benefit to just taking an hour to do the washing and the chopping yourself. I would get some family members involved in this. You know, little kids can even help with the washing, peeling, tearing lettuce. And I have found that kids tend to eat more of the foods that they helped prepare. They get excited about it. They're like, I helped mommy do this. So it's a really nice benefit. And even if they're helping for an hour, it helps. And get your spouse involved. If you have family members that can help, ask them to help. Nothing is more annoying, right, is when you are in the kitchen for hours and your family is in the living room watching TV for hours and hours. (laughs) Okay, and number three, batch cook. You want to cook cook like for an army right get used to cooking large amounts and then you can use that for leftovers you can use that for lunches you can use that for another meal later in the week and you also can freeze half of what you make so i love that i love being able to freeze half of what i make as well as having leftovers for lunch the next day and If I'm really lucky, I'm able to even get another dinner meal out of it. I mean, now, now that the kids aren't home, (laughs) it's just the two of us, I'm able to do that. But I love freezing half of it because then on those crazy weeks where I'm just, I have too many things going on, too many plates up in the air, knowing that I can go to the freezer and pull out a already made complete meal that I just have to throw in the oven or warm up is just, it just brings a lot of peace. So obviously, Monday through Friday might not be the best time for you to batch cook. So Saturday and Sundays are always good days to cook a few meals and then use it for a later date. And again, get the family involved in helping. Even if they're only helping for an hour in the kitchen, it helps, it goes a long way. And I know, I know, sometimes it can be super frustrating and it might just be easier to do it all yourself. I get that, I totally understand that. But remember, we are raising up the next generation and we want our kids to be helpful in the kitchen. We want them to know what to do and understand all that goes into a meal. So just give it a whirl. And you can throw a bunch of chopped veggies on a large sheet pan with herbs and olive oil to roast them, roast a whole chicken and then use Use it shredded for another meal, like chicken tacos or something like that. And don't forget to make bone broth out of the carcass. Oh my gosh, don't throw away that carcass. So good for getting that great collagen. So good for your gut health, good for your skin, for your joints to have bone broth. So let me just really quickly give you my recipe. After I've roasted a chicken, I will debone it and I will throw the whole carcass into the crock pot. I will cover it with fresh filtered water and a splash of organic apple cider vinegar. The apple cider vinegar is going to help draw out the nutrients from the bones. So it's really great. It's a 
it's not a huge deal if you don't have that when you want to make your bone broth, but I would definitely get some on hand. Then you can add whatever seasonings you want. I have done fresh garlic, onion, I've chopped up celery, carrots, just whatever it is you want. All the herbs, I just throw it all in there and then I cover it, I put it on low and I let it do its thing overnight. And you'll wake up in the morning and you'll smell bone broth and it's kind of weird, but it's so amazing because you didn't have to really do anything. Now, it's okay if you let it sit even longer. Like if you don't have time after that 10 hours, let it sit even longer. 24 hours in the crock pot is not going to hurt the bone broth. It's just going to be even better. So go ahead and do that. And then you just strain all the bones out and you've got this beautiful bone broth that you can put in your mason jars and it's just a really great option. Another thing that you can make in advance is bacon egg casserole or make some chia pudding and that way that's really quick easy and on the go breakfast and use proper storage containers like those mason jars those pyrex bowls with lids but it's going to help you so much and you're going to be so glad that you did. And number four, keep a list of family-friendly meals on hand for your quick go-tos. It's really helpful to have about 10, maybe 12 meals that you know you can fall back on and no one's going to complain because sometimes things happen. And if you know what your backup plan is, you don't need to rush to the store or grab fast food or be stressed about it. And it's also very helpful for your spouse or other family members to be able to help you maybe get it started if you're the one that's getting home late and they can just get it started. They can get the water on to boil for pasta or whatever it is. They can get the quinoa already soaking or something like this. So just have a list of family-friendly meals on hand for your quick go-tos and always having those specific ingredients on hand make it easier. And again, having that conversation with your family that is old enough to help you participate and help you with the meal prepping and planning, that's gonna help a lot too, so everybody's on the same page. So let me recap, the four meal planning tips are schedule planning weekly, just take that time, you won't regret it, wash and chop your veggies when you get home from the store, batch cook for leftovers and for freezing half, and then keep a list of family-friendly meals on hand for your quick go-tos. And here are four benefits of meal planning. Number one, you're in control. Number two, you feel better and you have more energy from the healthier meals you prepared. Number three, you're not stressed. And number four, you may have less cravings because you're eating healthy whole food. So I just wanted to jump on and talk about that real quick. And these are some of the topics addressed when we work together. So if that is something that you need more support with or just your health in general, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you are ready to regain your energy, lose that chronic pain and just get your life back, then don't wait. Let's make sure that your seat is saved for your transformation in the autoimmune and lifestyle restoration program. So click the link in the show notes and let's get you on your way to optimal health because it is possible. All right, let me pray over you. Father God, we thank you so much for your love for us. And I just pray for each woman listening that you will just bless her abundantly, bless her home, bless her family. Lord, I pray that you would make your face shine upon her 
and I pray that you would give her your Holy Spirit wisdom, direction, and discernment to know the best thing to do for her family and for her own help. And Lord, I just lift this beautiful woman listening up to you, and I just ask for your amazing and abundant blessings over her life. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed. Share this episode with a friend, and I will see you next week, beautiful.